If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. I was one of those photographers who started a photography business and really was not very good at photography, didn't know anything about business, had no idea about marketing. And yeah, I'm I'm that photographer that everyone moans about now. (laughs) The good thing is I did progress quite quickly, but yeah, that was my story. And um, I think it was more of necessity. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels, from brand new to burnt out, who want to grow in business. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since starting Jennings Photo in 2010, growing a photo business has brought me so many opportunities. It's changed my life for the better, and I want that for you too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out Pro Photo. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. With top-of-the-line dedicated web hosting and amazing support, let Pro Photo partner with you to make your website a great one. Right now, for listeners of the Photo Business Help podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code PHOTOBIZHELP. So that's $25 per month, almost half off, for the first 18 months that you try this out. This is hosting with the beautiful templates. The code is PHOTOBIZHELP, B-I-Z, when you check out. So whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about eight years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25 per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code, PHOTOBIZHELP. Today, I am joined by Julie Christie in Scotland, which is really fun. Those of you that know me know that I have a very close connection to Scotland, and I didn't even realize that Julie was there. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But Julie, I'd love for you to just uh, say a quick blip about what you do, and the rest will be in the show notes as usual as far as links go. Um, Thanks for having me, first of all. So I'm Julie Christie. As you said, I'm from Scotland. I run a photographer's membership site called Togs in Business, and I'm just all about teaching photographers about marketing. So helping great photographers become amazing at marketing themselves and their business, because I know that that's something that us creatives can really struggle with, and that's my passion. I love the marketing side. That's so cool. I love that. And whereabouts are you in Scotland? 
I'm in a town called Kurnusti, which is kind of northeast. The nearest city to me is Dundee. So those of your listeners who like golf will know about my town, Kurnusti, which is quite a famous golf town. But if you are not a golfer, you will never have heard of my town. It's a sleepy little Scottish village. That's awesome. I have a couple of friends from Dundee, so I I know. Oh, wow. But I don't know your, yeah, well, my ex-husband is Scottish, so I've spent a lot of time there. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't meet many Americans who know Dundee. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) That is highly unusual. (laughs) Yeah, I've done a lot of touring around that country with different musicians and different folks. Amazing. It's cool. Yeah, totally. Well, great. Thank you for making. I know that I think we were trying to figure out the time difference too, which isn't too bad. Six hours, is it? Maybe. Yeah, it's not. It's 4 p.m. for me, I think 10 a.m. for you. So, yeah, not too bad. Okay, cool. Well, I'd love to talk about sort of before the membership journey, how you got into photography in the first place. Like, what did that look like? And how did you sort of get to this point? I have such a typical journey. It's like that, it's that old story that you've probably heard a million times. Oh, no. It's it's always good to hear the stories. So it's so, you know, I I got into photography just basically by becoming a mum and deciding, you know, I wanted to take better photographs. But at the time I was a teacher and I thought that that's, I honestly thought that's all I wanted to do. And I was very ambitious within teaching. You know, I got into management. That's that's where I was focused. And then we had a, a house move. We moved just uh, across, not that that's very far in Scotland, but we uh, moved across the country. <laughs> and <laughs> with my, my husband got a new job. So we moved and I just found myself without a job and no real prospects of a job anytime soon. And thought, right, what can I do? Just thinking on my feet. And I started a photography business. I mean, it's embarrassing thinking about back to it now because I I was one of those photographers who started a photography business and really was not very good at photography, didn't know anything about business, had no idea about marketing. And yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm that photographer that everyone moans about now. <laughs> but, <laughs> The good thing is I did progress quite quickly, but yeah, that was my story. And um, I think it was more of necessity. You know, the business was born out of necessity rather than this is my passion. This is what I want to do, which is kind of an, an admission. But I kind of found after about a year of being in the business, I found that the thing that lit me up the most was the marketing side of things. Once I started learning about it and I would find myself almost not looking forward to the shoots and driving back from the shoots being so excited about what I was going to do with those images in a marketing sense which then I I just realized over the years that I really should be focusing more on marketing and helping you know and teaching teaching was my profession so I knew how to teach and I felt like I was becoming really good at the whole marketing thing and understanding it so I just kind of brought those two things together and helped those that I felt I knew the best, which is photographers like myself. That's awesome. It's a very similar story to my own, actually, which is really funny. But I also have a background in teaching and it wasn't so much specifically marketing. It was just this wanting to help folks 
kind of bridge the community together a little bit because it's so isolated when you start out. And then also just helping people just sort of get started properly instead of, you know, just as we probably both did, like winging it and not having a lot of resources. It can be such a lonely, overwhelming place to be. And you're right, the the sense of community is so, so important, I think, to be able to flourish and to be able to stay in the industry for a long time. That's right. I think you have to have that community, don't you? Yeah, I think in anything, too. It's such a strange job, and especially since it's a relatively new iteration of it, because it used to be like going into a studio and probably sensibly would have a few people around helping. And so it was always like people around. But I think we're just kind of doing it solo now that it's all online. And other than seeing our clients, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a solo game. So yeah, I love that you mentioned that you got excited for the marketing piece, because I think it's so this is something I, I speak about a little bit. But when folks start out, and they're trying different things, I think sometimes it's always good to be open to what you're drawn to because it might surprise you, you know, it might not be the photos. (laughs) Definitely. And keeping your, your eyes and your ears and your heart open, I think, to what's filling you up the most and what's lighting you up the most. And I think sometimes we're in denial a little bit about that. And, and, you know, for years in my photography business, I felt like, okay, I have to be this kind of photographer. And I found myself just always veering towards working on my marketing rather than working on my photography. So you have to be aware, you have to have some self-awareness of that and then just let yourself go with it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And and I'm glad that you brought that up. So what did that transition look like for you? Like how long were you shooting and kind of, I just kind of want to fill that in a little bit for folks that might be like, that's me. (laughs) So I started my business in 2010 and I only stopped taking photographs for money <laughs> um, maybe two years ago I think fully um, so yeah I was shooting so what does that mean <laughs> I'm trying to work out the maths there maybe eight years mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. I, it does I can't believe it was that long but yeah it's been 11 years since I started my photography business and I've only been just doing this for maybe the past two Awesome. That's cool. And so what did that kind of look like when you were transitioning between the two? It's something I'm trying to figure out in my own business what I want it to look like. But but if yeah. if someone's listening and they're like, oh, I really want to stay in photography, but I want to do this other thing, like edit, editing only, for example, or something. What it looked like for me was extremely messy, to be honest, almost torturous at times, <laughs> uh, fighting fires, basically for quite a long time until and actually it was a conversation I had with a friend who was in a mastermind group that it was like a, a free mastermind group that we set up mm-hmm. for ourselves and it was she was a very honest friend and she just said to me you know when I told her how overwhelmed I was trying to juggle everything she just said to me Julie what would you say to me if I had just told you everything that you've told me and I said well I would tell you to give that up and just pursue that <laughs> And that it was that short a conversation and it was a completely game-changing moment. And I came home and I closed down my photography business. It was crazy. That's how quick it was. And I think doing that 
I felt like I couldn't do it for a long time because I felt like, okay, how can I be teaching other photographers about marketing if I don't have a photography business anymore? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that that's, sorry, can I say bullshit? Oh yeah, you know, of course. That is such bullshit because really that's your passion. Your passion is is marketing, not photography. And you don't have, to, it's like when you're a teacher you don't, I was able to teach my kids about, for example, the, um, the Aztecs. I've never been in that time. <laughs> you know, I, do, I don't know any Aztecs, but I can teach it. So I think as long as you know your subject, mm-hmm. you can do anything. And I think you don't have to, I was frozen by that. I was kind of paralyzed by that thinking, I have to keep running my photography business in order to help other photographers. And it was this false belief that I held for quite a long time that stopped me from moving forwards because when I was able to then let go of that limiting belief and step into this role, I was able to do it 150 times better, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought that up because it could also be, it could apply to anyone that's listening. That's like, I have to make sure that this, this, and this is like set up before I start my photography, before I even start trying, like maybe dreaming about it, but it's like, oh, well, I have this other job and just getting out there and doing it, I think in anything is like probably the hardest part. Yeah. We're just so filled with fear all the time and you can see it for others. When people are talking to you about these things, you can see it for them, but it's hard to see it for yourself. Sometimes it's hard to get out of your own head and always thinking about what others might think and what might happen and all of that fear just sits there but really you have to you have to go for it or you'll regret I think there's you will be full of regrets thinking I wonder what would have happened if I did and you can always go back I think this is the thing we all think Uh how can I do that what if it doesn't work well go back you can go back and do what you used to do that's okay to do that it's not a failure just to go back fine. That's right. No, it's like that quote that everything you, something like everything you want is on the other side of fear. Yes. And like, I think that that's so true. So this year, for example, in my own business, I, I, I'm not doing weddings anymore. And I sent out the big announcement and, you know, have been following up with that. And, and that's a great example of like, what, what is it going to look like if I don't have, you know, and I think when we talk about fear, maybe the first thing folks think about is like just being afraid, like being really scared, but it shows up in a lot of other really, really odd ways that aren't, that are fear-based, but it's not necessarily like cowering in the corner kind of fear. So true. So true. And the thing is you can give up weddings and do that for a year and then maybe realize you actually love them and you can go back to weddings and and love them even more because you had that break. Or I remember giving up newborns thinking, I can't, I physically can't photograph another newborn. I hated it so, <laughs> so much. I can't tell you. My every being, every part of my being was just dreading these shoots, but they were like half of my income. And I thought, well, I can't, I can't do it. It's like my bread and butter. And then feeling like, well, I'm not serving my clients because I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying this process. And actually giving up newborns and making that announcement just made me work so hard to get the other clients that I enjoyed working with. And, you know, I didn't die. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't die. And also, it's so important to remember that you weren't serving your clients. Yes. If you're out shooting stuff that you don't really like, and we all have bad days, that's different. But like over and over, you're like, I physically cannot do this again. Yeah. 
it isn't serving your clients at all. And I think I think that that's also a hugely important thing to think about if you're growing a business that that folks can pick up on that. And if you're not getting the referrals and you're not, you know, I mean, your energy plays a really big role in, in how your business evolves and grows, I believe. Absolutely. I couldn't yeah. agree more. So I'd love to talk about kind of where things grew. We're going to split this into two parts, as all of you listeners know. So we'll pick that up in the next episode. But thank you so much for, for being here. And I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in. This was part one of my two-part interview with Julie Christie. Be sure to stay tuned on Thursday for part two, where we talk about all things marketing and wherever else we go. I wanted to pop back in here and remind you that Togs in Business is offering this audience a discount code of 25% off if you're interested in exploring Julie's education and membership. Just use code PBH25 when you check out. The links are in the show notes. So once again, PBH25 for the Togs in Business discount. If you're feeling stuck growing your photography business, I put together a list of eight things that since 2010 have consistently helped Jennings Photo to grow. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things, the number eight, the word things, and grab this freebie. It's called Eight Things to Grow. It'll help you get your head sorted and give you a little bit more clarity. You know, I'm a huge fan of clarity around what you need to have in your business. So head over to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.